good at I mean, so i was having like a conversation with a couple friends the other day actually about kind of how video games coming into the mainstream um like if there will be like esports regularly on like espn or something eventually like that's already thing. there what what is, do you know what is actually playing i know on ESPN? at least street fighter because there was a night this was like a year ago that i went to a bar with a friend of mine and i was so ecstatic at the fact that i saw over his shoulder on one of the tvs they had on the wall they had like baseball uh, other sports and then two of the tvs had street fighter playing on them on ESPN. really wow i didn't know that i was like i Fuck, know yes <laughs> Did, was it entertaining? It was everyone in the bar like freaking out about it. Me and the other guy were, but the the bar we were at is like a super dive bar where the majority of the patrons are not under like sixty five. So I don't think they really cared. But right. I mean, the fact yeah. that they even put it on in a situation like that, big plus. I bet they're the type of people to be on like Facebook and like sharing articles saying like video games on ESPN. Yeah, kids these days are ruining. Television. it was the last vestige of their history i know um during pandemic when pandemic initially hit like they started airing like sports games on espn like uh nascar games and and i think they played like fifa on tv or something like mm -hmm. stuff like that they had like professional players like not 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 professional game players, but professional like soccer players. And I might be totally wrong on the sport, but let's say professional soccer player playing FIFA on ESPN sort of thing. Um, I know they were doing that like that a little bit. I think you're like right on the money because I'm almost positive I saw that. At the very least, seeing FIFA being played on ESPN. Right. And that's that's interesting. Like that that might have been the tipping point where they realized like, whoa, our viewership is way higher than the Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> with the FIFA uh, virtual game. I mean, like le legitimately, if you look at something like League of Legends and the viewership for Worlds, it's right. outrageous. It blows majority of sports out of the water. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but if I had to guess. I think the only sport that would properly like keep up with it is soccer. And just because of how much of a global influence soccer has. Right. And I, and I think regardless of the popularity, I don't think we'll ever see that amount of um, like, I don't think we'll see it regularly on ESPN or even on any cable network because the people who would watch that don't have cable. So it has to go through an entirely different outlet other than, just regular ESPN because I doubt anyone who actually cares about that stuff has like a cable subscription, you know, like mm -hmm. they're probably at home. They'll just pull it up on it. Twitch. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess Twitch is what we're talking about, right? <laughs> Pretty much. We're but stuck I mean, in old media. <laughs> but I mean, there's something to be said about being able to go out to a bar and watch it and make it more of like a social thing instead of yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a dirty basement kid and watch it in my room with nobody I bet else there's some like hip bars that are like kind of gaming i know there's a video game bar in vegas did you mm -hmm. know about that um have you been yes i think it's called player one right at least how one is of it them. there i i know it's like the girls are in cosplay yeah they did <laughs> yeah, not i get look to have my beer served like... by zero suit samus <laughs> oh god when i so i went there with my older brother one night and I can't remember what the lady at the front was, but our bartender was Lara Croft and she looked 
so unhappy to be Lara Croft. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, you you can see from the, there were like so it was me and my brother, and then along the bar, there were three other single guys all at the bar and they never left the bar the entire time we were there like they have video game when, setups but you know what they were there for when you say single guys like three people on their own like not in a group Sep yeah completely separated like at least three seats between them and the next person i love to see that sort of stuff but also it makes me wonder what's the are the people who will be enticed by that the type to go out to a bar i guess Maybe I'm wrong in judging that. No, it feels it feels a little weird to me. And especially for the fact that like, OK, you have three single guys at the bar. You're not going to talk like they didn't. They weren't interacting with each other at all, which is normally like if I go to a bar by myself, I try to make friends with the people at the bar where it just seemed like every single one of these guys were like, Laura. Oh, my God. <laughs> where I was just like, and then she'd come down to our end and it just, you could see it in her eyes of just like, I'm so fucking over this shit. Like, what can yeah. I get for you? But I, I would mean, love to cool. go to those. Yeah, like the theme itself is great, I think. And it kind of reminds me of like those maid cafes and stuff um, mm -hmm. in Japan. Um, like that, that sort of stuff, I don't understand uh, personally. Like, it's kind of like the Hooters. It's Hooters, basically, in, in here. But the funny thing is, is I understand... I, I feel like I understand the maid cafe so much more than I do Hooters. How come? Because like it kind of just seems like they're both a type of fetish. <laughs> well, OK, that might be it. That, that could be just what it boils down to. That's someone's into the my fetish. maid fetish and someone's into the owl fetish. <laughs> well, I, OK, I guess I guess maybe not specifically maid cafes, but there's like a big there's a big thing in Japan where it's not like you go to the place to pay for them to like have sex with you or anything like that. You literally just pay to have like female attention. Right. Just because of how starved those people are and how reserved they're, they're cold. A lot of things behind that, but they just go there for the attention. I guess it's, I it's guess like that to is pay the for a, Hooters, a conversation. Though. Well, yeah. not really, because Hooters Hooters is strictly just like a, a waitress. Like they're but not I mean, they're, there to give a conversation. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's like a, a different. I feel like they still get similar things out of it. The more I'm thinking about it, though, because I mean, the waitress normally still sits around the table chatting with everybody while they're like right. taking the order, you know, like having fun doing this and that. It's less like undivided attention, but. I don't know. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I am seeing like, no, yeah, those might, those might be one to one. It's like a similar <laughs> thing for different types of people, right? Yeah. Like the people who would go to a maid cafe wouldn't go to Hooters. People go to Hooters wouldn't go to a maid cafe. But the Hooters, I, I think, is more out of it. Right. The Hooters, I think, is more dude bro, I imagine. Like mm -hmm. the type of people that would go to Hooters is like, whoa. Like it's a midway between like a strip club and like a basket and Robin. Well, no, I was gonna say Red Robin, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I said basket and Robins. <laughs> Thirty-one flavors, doggy. <laughs> you know, my mom. So you know that that the restaurant Twin Peaks that's that's next to BJ's in town. Yep. Um, it's kind of like a Hooters, right? Yep. Like more of a not wings, I guess. My mom took me there. She didn't know what it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> She was like, oh, this new restaurant. Well, I don't even know. Like, we didn't really talk about it. Well, maybe we did. Uh, yeah, she was like, this new restaurant came in town. And and we went to check it out. And it was just like, 
it was um <laughs> she was like whoa what what <laughs> look away it's like she did like the cover my eyes sort of thing you know like if i was watching like a rated r movie with her or something uh-huh. <laughs> yeah i'm I think, thinking like mom you should have known this i think it's funny too because that location was so many like upper class classier kind of restaurants so many times it was like the white chocolate grilled the black pepper grill the fancier restaurants and then they were like ah fuck it just put a twin peaks there (laughs) yeah i I mean i think that just speaks to where the money is being made yeah true (laughs) that that classy stuff ain't doing shit well probably because bj's was there they needed like a they needed like a you know go to a restaurant or or go to the peaks you know uh yeah <laughs> we, we could talk about well i mean we could talk about video game bars for a while because i actually might want to talk a little bit more i know they had a in reno they had a board game bar that was really cool oh shit um, they, yeah did you not know they, it was like a. they had a yeah you basically go there there's like hundreds of board games and you just grab them and you can play them mm-hmm. um, but they have a bar where like it has like their menu was like a D20, so it had like one through twenty. And then you do a special where it's like it's like a buck cheaper if they roll a D20 and you get whatever one that that rolls. Right? I need to go to this place. That sounds it's fucking awesome. Really fucking cool. And I only went once when I went back to Reno um just to visit, and a friend of mine took me there. And yeah, I, I saw that and I thought like we need something like this in Vegas, because I would fucking love that. Because mm-hmm. I know there's places like that where you rent board games and just play it in there but i i haven't seen a mix of a bar as well in town yeah they tend to do more of the cafe thing yeah it's like sandwiches and a little bit of coffee tea stuff it but works, that d20 thing yeah that's just that mm-hmm. sounds just awesome in general like i would love yeah. that at more bars regardless of if it was a board game place or not yeah start giving d20s to the bartenders hey uh, if, you, if you make it a buck cheaper <laughs> <laughs> roll this for me <laughs> they're like they roll it and they're like well what does it mean i don't know you tell me pick one yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it better it be che- cheaper yeah it has to be at least a dollar to two dollars cheaper and you have to front the cost <laughs> yeah. um what i because I, I was like i looked up i got a player one bar kind of like ad sort of thing on tiktok mm-hmm. and then i looked it up immediately and i was like well how long has this been around because i figured i would have heard about it before it's kind of over next to pinball hall of fame right on that side of town yeah like next to unlv um yeah it's one of those things where like oh that would be cool to go to and then i think about it and i think oh maybe it wouldn't <laughs> i don't know it's just i think the, the nice thing about that one is just getting like get a small group of friends together because uh-huh. they have they have setups for like all of the old consoles, but they're like jailbroken consoles. So they just have like hundreds of the games loaded onto them. So like me and my older brother sat at an N64 and just cycled through a bunch of games. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I tried. Is that- I really did. Yes, <laughs> Is- I tried. Damn it. <laughs> um, Is that legal <laughs> to have the jailbroken? I don't know. Are they gonna? Is the FCC gonna break down the doors? And you know, they've lasted this long. I'm gonna (laughs) believe. 
Um, okay, yeah, we, we maybe we should move on from <laughs> video game bars. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Uh, so I started uh, Phoenix Immortals Right. Hold on, let me double check that. Yeah, Immortals, Immortals Phoenix, Phoenix Rising. Phoenix. There we go. Yeah, I know the title out. better, and I don't even have the game. Yeah, you. All right, hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I know Phoenixes, and I know Immortals, and I know Risings better than you. All right, you know, I, I got no argument there. You're just well-versed on those topics. So how's the game? <laughs> it's, 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 it's pretty good. It's okay. so fucking Greek, though. It is, really? it's like, which I get it. It's, it's literally set entirely in Greece, but it's like every character feels like if they can possibly relate anything to some myth some character something in greek history they're gonna do it there <laughs> and it, it's like it's so much back to back of like oh man it's prometheus and also it's that one guy from that myth and also that guy and that guy and <laughs> and oh they're gonna reference these you know 10 guys they're like a euro around every corner uh i wish there has been a distinct <laughs> lack of euros <laughs> but or you're like, pretty into like mythology stuff right yeah i i don't think i'm i know it that well but i love learning about it i think it's a super interesting topic yeah so i'm i'm kind of eating it up it's just been a little uh a little heavy-handed okay that makes sense it's kind of like one of those things where you you wish you had like a, a mythology index like right next to you for every second you'd be like okay let me look up like this guy what's his backstory what does that mean and mm -hmm. maybe maybe it'd be a little more enjoyable if you like knew more about it yes also it so like at the beginning of this game it's very similar to breath of the wild it seems like ubisoft's attempt at a breath of the wild type game um, you can climb anything essentially you have a lot of those kinds of mechanics to just fuck around um, and I actually just got the ability to glide funnily enough like it is so one-to-one -one of Breath of the Wild but it doesn't use some of the aspects as well like what I've done so far is essentially finished the Great Plateau of this game in the Great Plateau, it makes a little more sense that they have all of these treasures and that you get them and stuff. In this, it's more like you just end up on a shore of Greece and you happen to run into like four legendary Grecian weapons in about 15 minutes. It's like you run up and you find like the legendary sword and you pick it up and then you see a guy get taken away and you chase after him and then you go into a you chase after like into the underworld and you immediately find this legendary axe and then is there any reason why they're there not that i've found really yet <laughs> uh no and then like you just find a set of bracers in some guy's stomach and it's all it's all so quick i get it they needed to give you like the initial power set like breath of the wild they got to give you that thing so that they can just let you loose on the world but Breath of the Wild set it up in a way that made a lot more kind of in-universe sense as to why this stuff was this concentrated, where here it's like, are you kidding me? Like, why are all of these artifacts all in this one spot? And I, you see the map. The map's fucking huge. And it's this little sliver of land that apparently has just everything. <laughs> would, would you say like it would kind of feel a little more... 
a little better if it, if they weren't like name dropping the legendary items like if they were just like regular just items that didn't have like significance behind them maybe and then like you could get the legendary one as like an upgrade down the line because I, I i get it the the items are like pieces of greek mythology they're cool right. it's not like they're like oh this is the sword of who's a what's it and we made it up and also it's a part of greek myth. It, it's an actual sword in from the mythology it just is so, again it's so back to back like we gotta get all the greek out we gotta let them know it's greek right like it just it feels like the only reason it's like that is because they're referencing breath of the wild so heavily mm-hmm. yeah but i mean gameplay wise i am having a lot of fun with it it really? feels pretty cool and there is the like illusion that uh i'm gonna get more god powers so that i'm looking forward to some sick god powers would be pretty neat like right um, now i got the ability i got a bow that was like blessed by apollo and that bow when you shoot one of the arrows you can like directly control the arrows and like flick it and stuff would you say because one of my major complaints of breath of the wild was the combat itself i thought it was pretty pretty bad um how was the combat in this game it's i'll be interested to see it long term because i don't think it is like incredibly varied thus far which is again kind of why i'm interested to see what they do with the god powers but right now it feels like a pretty solid beat em up and okay. I'm not I'm not worried about the there's no there's different like equipment that you can get to change stats and little things about you, but not it doesn't break. So I'm not sitting there thinking like, oh, man, like I got to balance all these weapons and that. It's nice to just go just run up to people and just do crazy shit. So where is it based? Is it like in Olympus or Greece? broadly i haven't gone uh -huh. to olympus yet olympus okay. is like on i think it's olympus at least but it's, so you can actually go to olympus yeah i think that's essentially where i'm headed right now um okay because i actually i haven't been able i have a bunch of like collectibles that are supposed to be used to upgrade stuff but i haven't been able to use it because it says that you're supposed to use it at the forge of the gods which is what i'm heading towards right now so i think i'm about to meet hefesti and then he's gonna buff the shit out of me cool yeah um, one major complaint that I had heard from another podcast is that they had said the humor was Big Bang Theory level of cringy. What do you what do you think? It's hit and miss for me. OK, when it started out, that was my initial feeling of it, where I was like, oh, God, if this is going to keep up. Right. It was a little rough around the edges, but there's definitely been some jokes that have landed for me that I was like, OK, so okay. it made up for it a bit. Yeah, I think it's balanced out a little better as as I've played more, but I can definitely see where they're coming from on that. It's the comedy is is like nonstop as well. Um, OK, like a little like over your head, like banging on your head, like all the time. So the way the way it's kind of done is you're playing as Phoenix, but Prometheus is narrating the story that you're following to Zeus. And so Zeus and Prometheus kind of are like narrators over the background of the whole thing. And they'll just kind of have a commentary. Sometimes they're, their trying, comments they're trying to land, give one sometimes, Yes. OK. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. If you were to compare the comedy to something, would you have anything in mind? 
maybe like I almost want to say like Borderlands meets Rare in like in the kind of childish cartoony way that Rare presents a lot of their stuff, but in the direction of a lot of like Borderlands childish humor. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good pretty good mashup. Um which is there again, any I mean, claptrap characters? <laughs> not the, uh, thus far. But okay. there's been moments where Zeus has kind of rubbed me like that just because, again, he talks. He, they're talking so much that sometimes it gets into a slog of like, all right, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give me an example of, a, of an absolute zinger that Zeus gave. Oh, hold on. No, 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 no. I can't think of it off the top of my head. What did he say? <laughs> oh it's not gonna come to me and i know it's not but Fuck. there's there's been so many times where i, I literally like just set the controller down and i'm like he did not just fucking say that <laughs> there was okay, it like there okay, was yeah. one that was pretty good that got that got a good giggle out of me um but it wasn't something that they directly said it was like so one of the first things, so you you get the sword, you see this guy get carried off and he gets carried off towards this like big crater in the ground and you walk up to the crater and there's a big monster that's like, fucking come at me, bro, I'm in the crater. And then you go into the crater and as you fall into the crater, he's like, if you come into this crater, I'm going to fucking murder you, but you're supposed to go in the crater. So you go into the crater and as it fades to black, they're just like, and that's where the story ends. And they start rolling the credits and like making comments of like, oh, it was a really good try. Like they really put their effort in. And then it cuts back and it's like, no, 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 It's not how it fucking works. But delivered okay. way better than I am currently. <laughs> I, I see. We, OK, I see. Um, so that type of comp. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bright boy. <laughs> my brightness went up so high. Yeah. So that type of comedy. Um, yes. OK. Like very meta. Very, yes okay well i guess it is literally meta since they're narrating a story that had already happened it's technically happening as they're telling it it's just that prometheus can see the future oh okay that's so zeus goes to prometheus and is like typhon's about to fuck everything up i need your help we need to defeat typhon and he's like well hold on there's a human who can do something and he's like human no fucking way so they have their whole thing is that prometheus has a bet with zeus that the human is going to succeed in defeating typhon and i bet you would you would wager that bet that you're gonna do it nope i've died a lot as the human <laughs> oh really yeah i'll say okay i'll say there's something that i've really enjoyed about the way that they they handled the stamina because you can break it really early like uh -huh. there was an area that immediately it was like you shouldn't be in this area like go back and do the story stuff get the powers we need you to get and i was like fuck you i'm going this way there's like these stamina fruit that you can get and while you're climbing you can just chug the fruit so if you collect enough fruit you can climb fucking anything so like there was a cliff that was massive and you were supposed to get up it by this like pathway over a different cliff but i just hauled ass up this cliff and just kept eating fruit over and over and over and over until i could get to the like, top how many fruit did you need for that is it uh, was it hard like to collect 12? that many no oh geez because yeah. i'm not really using them for anything else so i was just like right. okay i'm gonna only use my stamina shit to break the stamina system <laughs> 
I feel like that's that's like yeah, it's broken, but also maybe because there were definitely times in Breath of the Wild I was like, let me just fucking get up this fucking yes. cliff already, you know. So being able to kind of break that and just oh, it, it, it is not it. a complaint at all. I I'm yeah. having a lot more fun with it, and not having to worry about it nearly as much. The only thing that ruin it is if it starts raining and you can't climb. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But I'll be curious because um, I just got wings to glide with, but I'm curious if they're going to give me more out of that because it seems like they may give me the ability to just like outright fly, which would be pretty sick. That would be cool. I feel like there, there has never been a time where mythology was like out, I think. Like it was... There's always been a steady trickle of mythology, games, movies, books. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's always been digestible. And I guess I, my first introduction to it big time was Age of Mythology. Uh, that game was fucking incredible. So and I, I kind of want to go back and play it. Uh, it's just kind of a. I guess it's because it's all encompassing. Like there's every single type of story you could ever want in, mm-hmm. like each mythology itself. Also, it's like. It's like anime religion. It's so <laughs> off the walls and half the stories. I mean, I guess like there's a lot of crazy Christian stories as well, but not not. I feel like you don't see nearly the kind of like flaws in the gods themselves right. of them just being like. Oh, man, I'm jealous of this human because he's as good as me at this thing. So I'm going to I'm going to turn him into a fucking spider or uh, uh, turn her into a spider yeah like 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 christianity religion's all about prophets and people like on earth um dealing with their struggles because it was it was made kind of essentially to relate it to a common person when i think that type of mythology was very much to put a person in their place like to know that you have these people above you that are fucking They'll they'll fucking kill you yeah. if you if you do don't get too hubris. To don't fucking yeah know your place exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting, like taking like a God of War approach to it, where like just accepting the pure brutality of the gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm assuming this one is much more comical about it. Yeah, yeah, Zeus. I mean they've acknowledged it like prometheus is the guy he steals fire from the gods and gives it to the humans and his punishment is that he gets chained to a mountain and gets his liver eaten out every day and then every night his liver grows back and they (laughs) comment on that where he's like you know zeus is pretty fucking dick move to do that to me and he's like "Ah, you know is he so he's not doing it anymore or is he still being punished like that's what the bet's writing on is if the human ends up saving it then prometheus is going to be freed and like restored to glory because then his justification is i brought fire to the humans the humans wouldn't be where they're at if i didn't do that which means the humans wouldn't have saved you huh so he's like that's a good story justify my whole my initial action because they they came back I did. Why wouldn't they want humans to have fire? Keep them in the dark. It's their power. Man, I would I would just like well, I guess I wouldn't kill myself because 
then you're probably going to go to Hades. And man, can you imagine like living under Greek mythology? And, and well, you actually would know going to Hades fucked. isn't bad. Hades is the worst. Hades is a babe in the in the mythology. Hades is a babe, but the hell is not. Well, like Hades might be a babe, but you don't want to be a shade down in hell. It also doing doesn't seem like stuff. the worst outcome. Or like it seems the, pretty bad. Okay, worse than having my liver eaten out daily. <laughs> well, if you're comparing it to that, then anything will seem good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things, you know. It's the small yeah. victories. <laughs> I mean, you you you're probably gonna have to go down there. You're gonna have to work for whatever, and like you're just walking past Sisyphus every day, like just him pushing a boulder, and it's and and then you think like. <laughs> man <laughs> that's not a bad deal like he just it's frustrating but at least he's not really getting hurt he's just he, he probably he's never ripped. gets chicken wings fuck <laughs> hold on now that's the one thing if i if i die <laughs> young i better have a, a compensation from god from the amount of chicken wings that i missed out on Damn from the straight. rest of my life that's no that's your personal hell is like life continues as normal but no one else in your existence acknowledges chicken wings you're like dude no i i need some chicken wings and they're like what what are those no how about how about that's what they all eat all day but i can't ever have one oh no i can't i can't even have buffalo sauce oh true torture that's the Sisyphus of modern times. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he uh, can or, eat um, chicken wings but never taste them. No, 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 no. That's that's uh, Narcissus, isn't it? The guy, the one who gets trapped in the pool of water, where every time he goes down to sip, the water goes away from him, and then every time he goes for the fruit above him, the fruit moves away. <laughs> that's that's me, but it's yeah. chicken wings on both ends. <laughs> 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 hanging off the branch too like they grow right on the tree around these parts <laughs> fuck man i would i would not be able to do it i wouldn't be able to make it oh i'd be broken in minutes <laughs> is there a way out like can you even end it there or you're just no, stuck there no you're dude that's you're... what's so scary about those punishments it's literally it's eternity forever. yeah <laughs> there is nothing else there's no god <laughs> no, there's a bunch of them they're just assholes yeah <laughs> um did you happen to catch the horizon reveal no what did they reveal um they had like a 20 minute gameplay of forbidden west this week Ooh. Uh -uh. yeah it it looked pretty darn good. I've never played the original, but um, from what I was seeing on this one, it was looking pretty spicy. I mean, I'm I'm pretty down to just hunt more robot dinos. So sign me up. They're going to California in this one. Interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's California. Interesting. Because they like look at the map at the end of the gameplay, the gameplay thing, and they're like, and she zooms into California. <laughs> it's like, 
Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> she's in LA, baby. <laughs> that a montage. <laughs> the classic actor moving to LA sort of thing. Yeah. Forget the whole uh, like tribal setup. It's just immediately into like Instagram and stuff. <laughs> Ingrid goes west, horizon forbidden west. I don't know yeah. if you've seen that movie, but very similar. Oh god. Um you I because you played this game when we were in an apartment together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember it looked pretty cool. Did you beat it? Yes. Okay. How was it? It was pretty good. Well, okay. I didn't. I didn't care as much for the story. Um, I also think. I think part of that's just like there were so many side objectives that like it's hard for me to like fully process an, an open world story like that when you're breaking it up so much where it's like you do a story mission and then you run off and you go do like 20 side missions and then you do another story mission and then you run off and you do like another 20 side missions um right but gameplay wise i had an absolute blast with that the the way you could kind of customize your kit to have all these different forms like elemental arrows elemental influences in the fights and then using that in your approach to the monsters felt really cool or the the robots felt really cool was there a big variety to the robots uh, there was but there wasn't in a sense like each of like the robots they look unique but their their like fighting set was like the same i'd say that there was a good variety between them but there wasn't enough variety i think like total there's only like nine or ten robots oh really Maybe maybe mm. 12, but around there. Yeah. Where that was kind of my biggest thing was the robots themselves were pretty distinct in and of themselves. But just for a game that size and a world that big to only have that many didn't feel right. Yeah, it makes me think of Breath of the Wild where there were like only three types of enemies, essentially. Mm -hmm. Just different colors. Bokoblins, the Lionels and robots. <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah well then there was like the the floating magicians but there was like two of them in the entire game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i mean there's what like two lionels in the entire or the one lionel i can't think of the other one if there's another one there's a lot of lionels i think is there yeah i think there's a ton of them that's like part of the like hunting challenges and thing i never even tried to kill one i didn't care Oh, I just did the one near the spawn area because he pissed me off, but I didn't remember. It's, it's any the others. one down with like those interesting looking trees like down the canyon, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's plenty of them around. Oh, okay. But I never I never did the challenge because like I said, the combat of that game was serviceable, mm -hmm. but not fun to me. I don't think. Curious. How do you feel about combat in other Zeldas? Um, because definitely Breath of the Wild is more complex than most Zelda combat. Um, mm -hmm. but I would say I didn't, I never had a problem with the other Zelda combat because I don't think combat was ever really like, like you fight bosses, but those are more puzzles, if anything. Yeah, I, I guess it's different in Breath of the Wild because you're like hunting down camps of them, you know, like there's, there's like waves there's a lot of them mm -hmm. um and maybe i mean i'm probably proven wrong like in twilight princess i know there's a lot uh, of enemies 
but I, I never really had a problem with Zelda combat until Breath of the Wild. I think it might be because of how vast the game was and and how much you're expected to explore and take down these camps of enemies over like a, a long period of time that it felt like the that combat itself was just kind of like it felt like it was a f- core foundation of the game but it didn't feel like there was nearly enough focus on it mm-hmm. whereas opposed to like the other zeldas like wind waker the core focus on that is one exploration but also like the slight puzzles to get into dungeons and in the dungeons. But when you're in the dungeons, you fight like a few people in a room, but like, that's kind of it. You're not like fighting waves of them mm-hmm. dealing with weapon durability and, and all that. I think because they tried to make it more complex, they made it less interesting to me. Uh, I can see. It's like, if you're going to keep it simple, just keep it simple, do it right. Like and just, don't just focus make on a it. simple, like one, two hit sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's my, stance hot take hot take <laughs> hottest take i hate sekiro i hate breath <laughs> of the wild <laughs> i was thinking about this getting week back on into how many times blake can be wrong <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure by the end there will be a few more <laughs> um but yeah i mean i was i was i might start up horizon this week because it's it's on I think it was like free for a month on on PS Plus recently, so I picked it up there, nice. uh, so I could start it up. and And I know they didn't even have a release date for Forbidden West though, so we don't know how long it's going to be. Mm. I would think by the end of this year, but you'd hope, yeah. Especially showing like twenty minute gameplay, oh, they shit. must be somewhat close. You'd think, like within I'd, the year. Yeah, I'd think fall or winter then. Yeah. Probably leaning winter, just if they haven't announced a date yet. And then also this week, I don't know if you knew there was a Dying Light 2 reveal. So Ooh. there was a lot more gameplay and a release date for Dying Light 2, which I think is December 7th. Okay. Um, That game... I don't get... like Because people are like comparing it to Cyberpunk. Because uh, it's like a Polish developer. It's uh, like... It's been in quote unquote developer hell because they've had like leads drop and redrop and join and then redrop and sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And there was like, it's been revealed for a really long time. There's been a lot of silence. There hasn't been much news. And now everyone's like saying it's going to be totally cyberpunk. I, I don't see it. I don't think the, I don't think the scale is big enough. I don't think the hype is big enough. I, I think people are overblowing that side, that side of it. It just seems like a game that had some problems yeah. in development, which maybe feels more visible because i'm sure most games that we play had a time in development that were like we're fucked (laughs) (laughs) but we just didn't see it like you know they like they they didn't reveal it too early while in this maybe maybe they revealed it too early but Mm -hmm. i don't want to speak too soon it could end up being trash but i didn't even finish the first one but i was enjoying it from what i was playing yeah it it feels so hard to compare anything to that scale of cyberpunk in both what they were trying to do with the game itself and like the amount of hype and and media surrounding it on the build-up and it's coming off of witcher 3 like i i would not compare the hype of coming off of witcher 3 to coming off of dying light not even close like cd project red has it's it's become such a name in the industry i mean we've talked about it before where they're 
on the indier side of things, but at this point, they're they are like a full triple A, damn near like household name. Yeah, they were only indie because they weren't like big name. They're like yeah, they weren't big name. But yeah, absolutely. Now they're they're bigger than a lot of triple A teams, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of what's expected of them as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Dying Light 2. It looked pretty cool. And then they had a Sonic thing. Oh. Yeah, were you aware of the Sonic thing? No. What's going on with Sonic? On I don't know. Oh. <laughs> they had like a Sonic reveal. They they did like a like a 15-second teaser for a new 3D Sonic that's coming out. Interesting. Um, They're doing like a couple remasters, I think, of Sonic Colors. Ooh, I liked Sonic Colors. I could be done yeah, with that. I, what what system was that on? I can't remember how long ago that was. I think it was GameCube and PS2. Okay. I think the last 3D Sonic that I played was Sonic Heroes. Wii and Nintendo DS. Wow, I was off. Yeah, I felt that felt a little sooner. That was good shit, though. But yeah, Sonic Heroes was the last one I played, and I remember I loved it, but I know pl- going back to it now, I probably would not. <laughs> It's a little rough around the edges. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember playing the shit out of that game too as a yeah. kid. I got I s- it on Xbox 360. Ooh, yeah. I think it was a regular same. Xbox. I think it was regular Xbox, actually. At least the first Sonic Heroes. Okay. Yeah, I, I think they made like two or three more. Yeah. I remember I had um a wart on my foot when I was really young. <laughs> And so we had to ice it and that shit hurt. And then I couldn't like, really? walk on my foot after the fact. So I stayed home from school. And then while we were icing it, all I did was play Sonic Heroes the whole day. It was a great. Fuck day. Yes, I feel like those memories of staying home from school and being able to play a game like that game has like so much attached nostalgia, not only because, oh, I played this when I was a kid, but it's like I got to stay home from school and play this game. <laughs> <laughs> but I got my wisdom teeth taken out pretty young. Um, I remember I just sat down with a fucking huge bowl of ice cream and I was playing Donkey Kong 64 on my couch. Ooh, it was fucking incredible. Game changer. I didn't get past Gloomy Galleon because by that time my mom was like, get off the games. But <laughs> yo, Gloomy Galleon's fucking it. rough, though yeah but that was strictly because of time like i would have i would have mm-hmm. gone much further if i was allowed to by my mommy this week <sighs> i have been cycling between three games i've Ooh. been playing a bunch of mass effect legendary edition um i'm still on mass effect one i think i have like 12 13 hours in it maybe nice. more uh yeah i've just been doing like the side planets and stuff which is Part very dated and boring, but also part um, kind of relaxing because all you do is you just go to a planet. Yeah, I read the whole synopsis of the planet. and I'm like, cool, that's some fun sci fi. And then you just land on the planet. Uh, They have they normally have like an anomaly, which is like a side mission Mm -hmm. or like an extra side mission or a couple things to gather. And it takes fucking forever to get to them in the Mako. But, you know, the whole time I'm like. I'm a spaceman, you know, <laughs> going to different planets. And then by the 20th planet, you're like, I guess I'm still a spaceman. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, what spacemen do. 
Yeah, it's just a day, it's a nine to five job. Yeah. So I think it very quickly lost its enjoyment of the side mission stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the main missions are still great. The voice acting is good. The characters are fantastic. Um, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying that part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm part of me is like savor it. You know, just keep doing every little thing. And then part of me is like, Mass Effect Two is right around the corner. I don't need to just go to Mass Effect Two. So I think I'm going to keep savoring it and just spend my time on it because I know it's uh, it's been a really long time since I've picked these games up. So I think it, I think it's good to, to kind of devote that time and just kind of get sucked back into it. Drink it all in. Yeah. Uh, so not much not much more than just like little side missions on that. Uh, I guess I guess the, the combat and the reser- and the revisions that they've made of Mass Effect one over time, like at first it's like, oh, this feels different because it's been a while since I've played it. And it's like slightly more modern. But I think playing it after a while you kind of realize it's age more even the remastered bits of the combat it's like this still isn't like a modern mechanic like the the it's closer. one thing i can yeah it's closer but it's just like not to the extent that you would hope that a genuine remaster of a combat would be gotcha um you just kind of wish they were just like let's just ditch it all and go straight to like mass effect 2 combat like just take the mass effect 2 machine yeah and put it in one maybe that wasn't worth their time and money but uh that would have been nicer mm-hmm. one thing that i do notice a lot is the cover mechanic where i don't know if this is the same in mass effect 2 but however they do it in mass effect 1 just is not fun you you just have to like walk up to a wall and you just attach to it but the the collision mechanics on co- going into cover is sometimes are just so odd like some things you won't be able to go into cover and then it just feels so floaty when you do and trying to get out of cover you have to like you can't press a button you can't even walk out of cover you have to like back up and you have to hold the back the back analog mm. stick for like a second and then your guy uh well in my case girl uh <laughs> backs off the cover it's just like that sort of stuff just feels like ah this wouldn't this would not have a place today and uh from a triple a team and exactly it kind of takes away from like the remake side of it but mm. that kind of sucks. I would still say if you struggled to get into Mass Effect 1, <clears throat> you're probably still going to struggle to get into Mass Effect 1. Gotcha. Yeah. It's only for the true fans. It's only for the cool kids. Which is kind of a shame because I, I would have really hoped that this this remaster would have kind of come back around to grab a lot of new people and and blow them out of the way and be like, this is granted it's not what they played at the time but like this is what so many people flipped out about like 10 years ago right and And, it's it's, getting that it's certainly the best it's ever been like if if anyone was going to go into the series like get this play one on this they've lost some of the the tone and the lighting direction i think in this remaster but i don't think it's enough to say go back and play it on the original 360 uh do you think but, it's, yeah. it's too bright? Because I remember that I felt like the first game was very dark. Yeah, it's a little too bright. It's it's they it looks like they prioritize looking good over over matching an art direction. Gotcha. Yeah, which is OK. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it's it's fine. Uh, the game's still great, I think. I'm, I'm, I am excited to get into two, though. Uh, but I think, like I said last week and the week before, all this time on one is making me like ready for two so yeah because it's still showing those those seams those little cracks hopefully getting to two because two 
I've gotten back to two and it, it still feels pretty good baseline. So if they've added really anything to that combat system, I think it'll be smooth. Yeah, looking forward to that for sure. Uh, and then two other games I've been kind of cycling through. I've been playing a lot more of Village. I'm like right at the end. Yeah. I think I'm like right at the final boss, like very, very close. Okay. Um, that's been great. I, I really like that game. It just kind of gets maybe not gets better and better. I think it kind of peaks around like somewhere in the middle in terms of like the gameplay that I like, but it's still very good at the end. Um, yeah, they make some some different like tonal changes and combat changes near the end that I think are kind of fun. Yeah, it's, it's great. Did it kind of go in the, the same thing that um, RE7 did where at the beginning you're very defensive, very helpless and then towards the end it's like no i'm going after you because i'm gonna fuck you up i'm geared to the teeth that's exactly exactly how they do it and and i would say they they even do it a little bit more intense like ooh, you know how in resident evil 7 and i guess this is a slight spoiler in resident evil 7 um slight spoiler village i guess uh resident evil 7 it's pure survival horror and then when you get to the um What's her name? The mother. The the yeah, the lady uh well not I'm not not the mother boss, but your wife. Oh, uh we even looked this up like last week. Right. Claire? But when you get to that section, you you have like a machine gun and it's certainly easier. Mm-hmm. Um that jump is like substantially bigger in the way that they do it in 8. Um gotcha. But it's cool. It's cool because like it's because eight is already elevated to a closer to like a Resident Evil four type of amount of combat. Mm -hmm. But then so that jump from. That little thing is is much bigger, uh, but feels warranted, I think. I think it's good. Nice. Uh, And then I started playing the Ratchet and Clank remake from 2016, I think sure it might be 2016 the ratchet and clank remake that one yeah the ratchet and clank remake um (laughs) that is fantastic if you were to tell me this game was made today and just came out like it it feels like it like i i am kind of surprised that it is a remake of an older game i don't know how much they've remade i'm assuming it's pretty substantial uh this was certainly a cash grab with the movie as well because they kind of integrate movie scenes with game cut scenes which not so successfully i think um, oh like the models kind of not match up kind of thing yeah it's just like very obvious that they've moved from like in-game cg to like an animation studio for a movie cg gotcha and and even like sometimes it doesn't make sense like you know the story so here's an example um ratchet and clank go to like the galactic defenders base or whatever mm-hmm. and they're introduced to like the people inside the base and there's a moment in like the in movie cutscene where there's two different galactic defenders one takes ratchet and one takes clank and there's it seems like they're trying to build up like this this disparity in that like ratchet is just more important than clank and then there's a scene where like clank's just like watching ratchet as he's as clank's being like pushed along the 
the hallway and so he leaves they're completely separated it's like oh i guess this next part of the game is just going to be ratchet Mm -hmm. and i'm assuming i haven't seen it but in the movie there's probably a portion where they're on their own doing their own things Mm -hmm. but the next thing in the game is it's back to an in-game cutscene. you're outside as ratchet and you and you're being spoken to by this guy who's like going he's gonna make you go through this like basic training course Mm -hmm. and as he's telling you this you just see clank in the background sprinting towards you (laughs) and he just like he sprints at you the next time you're in gameplay he's just with you now (laughs) it's like they it's like they had to like make a reason why he would be back with you now Mm -hmm. and um it's just like let's just make a run at you in a cutscene. Like it just makes no sense. <laughs> the movie scene was so good. We can't cannot make any other scene for this. So we got to make it work, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so that was weird. That sort of stuff happens a little bit. Um but it's not it's not too egregious. I I think the game overall is really strong. The the progression of the of the weapons and upgrades of that is really satisfying. That loop of it is is fantastic. Like especially when you blow up something and the amount of like nuts and bolts that you get mm-hmm. from every kill is just like, Ooh, thousands. <laughs> you know, it up. Yeah. It feels great. Mm-hmm. I think that's really been the core of what's made that, that series, like what, what's made, like given it's it, given it, it's longevity. There we go. Yeah. And, and that's, I, because that's always what we talk about when we talk about Ratchet and Clank is like how crazy the weapons can get and mm-hmm. and how fun that does get. And one thing that I will say that I, I didn't think was going to be the case, specifically like the dancing gun, um, I feel like like the disco gun, gun uh, any 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 gun like that in a game where it's like, oh, it's a gimmick, like you're going to make them dance like you just make them dance and it's just kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. But one thing that surprised me is that all of the gimmicky guns in this game they're genuinely useful. Like you use them for reasons that are actually fun in combat as opposed to like, Oh, spend an egregious amount of money on this one thing. And all it does is pixelate your enemies. Like, yeah. no, it's like a shotgun. It, it pushes them back. It knocks them down. It pixelates them. It, it, it makes it a useful fun gimmick of a weapon, which, which makes every combat scenario really interesting. Yeah. They they balance the wacky side with the actual usability side very well. So you yeah. don't get a weapon. You're like, wow, this is I love the idea of this weapon. I wish I could use it. Yeah, but I have to go back to the pistol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that actually uh, did, kills anything. Have you played uh, uh, Ratchet and Clinks? I played the like original original and a couple of the other ones. Um, is that like on the PS2? Yeah. I think it was like locked and loaded. But they always do. They always do the like. Because I think there's another one that's like up your up your ass crack or something. Not not. <laughs> it's like up your crack or something like they always do uh, like euphemisms and stuff with their their subtitles. Right. So I can't I can't think of it off the top of my head. But yes. Well, this next one's rift apart. I don't get it. Where's the butt joke? I don't get it, and I don't like it. <laughs> it does look really cool. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm excited for that one. And mm-hmm. and I feel like my games have been like, oh, I'm playing this old one so I can get ready for the new one. Like Resident Evil 7, I had played it. Get ready for 8. 
and then Ratchet and Clank to get ready for Rift Apart, and then I'm gonna probably start up Horizon this week to get ready for for uh, New Horizons. Maybe a oh no, Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. New Horizons is the first one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're playing to get ready for a game. Technically playing Mass Effect One to get ready for Mass Effect Two. <laughs> you're fucking right. You're fucking right. <laughs> i'm a i'm i'm just being held down held back by all of these old games i need to <laughs> co- cocoon and play the good ones elevate yourself come on now <laughs> <laughs> it's been good though it's nice to compare i think it's nice to play a good game and then afterwards no wait there's an improved version of this game it gets that's better just more? right and especially from the looks of at least like uh rift apart it looks like a good expansion of the mechanics it's not one of the ones that looks like it's just a oh look they made more of the exact same thing and also not like what the fuck did they do right like from from everything we've seen on that it has me pretty damn hype and this one you get a sexy lady lombat oh yeah it's lombat right or is it what what are they i have no idea what what her um sexy lady ratchet yeah <laughs> Woo! and she's purple and i love purple it's my favorite <laughs> color <laughs> well do you have any last things to add for this week other than sexy purple ladies no i, think I mean okay. that's those that's always a great asari color you know that's always a sexy asari color in mass effect true very very top tier though i'll say the like royal blue Mwah. Mwah. yeah yeah the blues classic mm-hmm. well, are you ready for your word of the week yeah my word of the week is up your ass crack because even though it's not in ratchet and clink i'm still gonna go up your ass crack that's what i do <laughs> My word of the week is Zero Suit Samus cosplayers giving me drinks. Yes, please. Oh, yeah, baby. I, I play up. video games to see the women yes. dressed dressed up in their women clothes. Yes, and next week, <laughs> hear us tell you about everything that's wrong with the video game industry because women aren't sexualized anymore and i i don't like it then we need more miranda butt yeah they took the miranda butt away she was designed to be the perfect human and i don't get even to appreciate booty you can't artistically show a perfect woman without showing her butt yeah that's a part of the perfect